0: Welcome to the Monuments and Movements podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss child exploitation in Hollywood and the media. And what we can do to stand up and protect our children. Let's talk about it. Well, hey, welcome to Monuments
1: and Movements. I'm Justin, and this is my man, Kenny. How's it going? Yeah, what's up, man? How you doing? Hanging out. Yeah.
0: Having fun. Another day. Another dollar earned. Yeah. Cool. What's going on? What's new? Uh, man... So many things are new. Uh, so, I've I've developed a new uh, love-hate relationship with masks that go beyond your typical um, political standards. I guess you'll say.
1: Do you mean like superhero masks?
0: No, I love those.
1: Okay. Period. End of sentence. We might come out with one on our next <laughs> episode. Just, just
0: give uh, you the heads up. Um, no. So I pretty much hate masks all the time. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much hate them. Uh, mostly because, yeah. like, you know, I'm a little asthmatic. So, you know, anything that hinders breathing just kind of sucks in general. Yeah. But um, I do find that I love them when I go into, like, a public restroom. Interesting. <laughs> They're super handy. For what? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm walking into a restroom and I think that, oh, okay, I can kind of, like, lower my mask a little bit. come can breathe and then I'm like nope put this thing back on and strap it tighter because uh you know you just don't want to breathe certain fumes that
1: yeah I feel you I mean that's I
0: don't know why that's why I decided to open up with tonight but here we are that's the level we're at no I mean I'm going for it
1: I guess everyone's got their thing when it comes to the mask (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's your thing (laughs) so you like to wear it you hate wearing it except from the bathroom
0: yeah I mean not my personal bathroom Gotcha. But just like general, like, anyway, let's move uh, on. Let's, let's press see. forward. There's a the bar. We set it real low for tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's get it started. I wanted to kind of chat about, um, that'd be fun. We could talk about, do a little segment on lessons we've learned in the hood. Lessons in the hood from boys in the hood. From boys in the hood and girls. Mm-hmm. Um we were, me and my wife were talking about this the other night, like certain things we learned growing up in our neighborhoods that um, that, that you kind of carry on today. Uh, one, one thing I think all of us kind of share is uh, the, the uh, how would you call it? I guess of the acquired skill of you can hear like an ice cream man a mile away, yep. whether it's the jingle or if it's the Christmas music playing in the it's middle of, world. Of, of July. Yeah. Um, uh, you can hear an ice cream man from a mile away, especially if you grew up in my neighborhood where, uh, there may or may not have been certain kids that I may or may not have known to climb on roofs and throw eggs, allegedly, at the ice cream man as he, as he passed by.
1: Were you one of those kids?
0: I may or may not have been. Uh...
1: It's the reason we can't have nice things. You're one of those kids. <laughs> the ice you can have man, nice things growing I up. I do
0: recall the ice cream man being a pretty pretty mean guy. Really? Yeah. I mean, dude, he tried to beat up a kid like on the block. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, okay, so the kid was you gotta trying tell to tell a whole story. The, well, the kid was trying to hitch a ride on his <laughs> on his, his van with the skateboard, and the ice cream man got out and <laughs> it was on.
1: So did you guys ever buy ice cream or you guys just harass yeah, the ice cream But man? I'm
0: pretty sure to this day, the ice cream man very rarely goes down my block. And I haven't lived yeah. there for like 10 years. No, less than 10 years.
1: Yeah, we had, uh, my neighborhood was a way different experience. We loved the ice cream man. <laughs> I mean, even if everyone, if we're like getting in fights, you know, and there's like. Ice cream. Yeah, you know, once the ice cream man comes, it's like parlay. <laughs> Everyone's cool. Let's go hang out at the ice cream truck. He was like the great uniter.
0: And, I guess it's uh, not necessarily... It's probably, you probably
1: made a lot of money off of this, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember when ice creams used to be a dollar?
1: Bro. And the WWF? Oh, ice yeah. Ice cream bars, you had, like, your favorite wrestler on the front, and then a little chocolate on the back, and...
0: Triple H.
1: Yeah. It came with a little cardboard card.
0: Oh, yeah. I just remember them being, like, a flat dollar. Now they're, like, $1.75. <laughs> like, I have to break, break a whole five to give my nephew an ice cream. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Amen. man. I guess those aren't really lessons. What's one thing you learned growing up in the hood? Growing up in the hood, I'd say
1: don't start nothing, there won't be nothing. <laughs> Just don't mess with people, and you won't get messed with. And uh, typically, the people who got messed with were the ones who were always starting stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- those kids either learned to be... Uh, very tough because they get beat up a lot, or they learn to, yeah. <laughs> to watch their tongue. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that was one of the things growing up is you knew people who had never really gotten in fights because they were always the ones trying to start fights. Yeah. But the kids who had been in a lot of fights or who were really good fighters, they were actually usually the pretty level-headed ones. So Using their
0: power wisely. Yeah. One thing that uh, that I learned was... was um, being the good kid hurts. What I mean is, there was one specific time where I remember... This, is a different, <coughs> this, this story is about a different ice cream man. Uh, this this ice cream man... <laughs> this ice cream man... We'd all gotten off the bus and this ice cream man uh, at the perfect timing. I don't know why. This one was on the little cart with the, the little bells.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And He went into the, the restroom that was at the park and he left his bike his, <laughs> His bike. Oh, no. Unattended.
1: That's, that's his bad, man. And, <laughs> that's on him. <laughs> and the,
0: uh, the rest of my friends were all walking home in that direction. Um, <clears throat> I hope my mom doesn't watch this. They, uh, they wanted to go, you know, take ice cream. Borrow ice cream from him. If you can say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: They wanted to use it. They were going to return it.
0: <laughs> and I was like, no, man, we can't do that. No. So like fine, and I just remember being pelted with everybody's backpacks. Here, watch our stuff, as as oh, all the kids.
1: You were the good kid. I was a good okay, kid, and I sense. had to carry
0: everybody's. I was an accomplice. Yeah. Because I had to walk home that direction.
1: But they, the cool thing about being a good kid is you probably never got in trouble. Uh. Or maybe. Maybe you had all the bad parts of the good kid. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. The thing about the good kid was he was always so good, so the adults never believed they did anything bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, but you get tired of getting picked on, and you always just end up, like, you know, tagging along to the to the toilet papering of the houses and then being the one kid that has to stand watch because you don't want to physically toilet paper the houses because you're too yeah. afraid of getting whooped when you get home if your parents find out. But then you can honestly tell your mom, look, I didn't put any toilet paper on it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Uh, what was something else you learned?
1: Something else I learned. Uh, don't mess with anyone's food.
0: How'd you learn that
1: lesson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know, when. it's like when people aren't looking and you take a fry or something. People get really upset. I used to get really upset about that. It hasn't happened to me in a while, I don't know if I'd still get upset.
0: Hmm. But...
1: Don't mess with no one's food and don't talk about no one's mama.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you'll probably get along with anyone.
0: Don't talk about no anyone's food and don't mess with no one's mama.
1: <laughs> yeah, that works too. <laughs>
0: uh, I think another you? another ability is kind of like learning the difference between gunshots or fireworks. Yeah. Big difference. <laughs> <laughs> more gunshots or more fireworks? <laughs> uh, I think more fireworks. Okay. But you learn the difference of them. Yeah. You always kinda count, you're like, wait, firework. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, that was cool, man. Growing up, like we had to go outside after school. So after school we take off our school clothes, we put on our plate clothes and you have to play outside. And so we just we grew up like that. Hang out with all the neighborhood kids, ride your bikes mm-hmm. to the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, play baseball in the street. You know, you just kinda learn to roll
0: and break a window.
1: Yeah. It was cool, it was fun times. And you have to be in before the street light comes on. Yeah. That was like our curfew. Yep. Yeah.
0: Good times. Yeah. When when the world was open. Yeah. Okay, last one. Uh me and my wife were talking about this one. <laughs> Making an X in your in your tags on your license plate.
1: Oh, so no one steals them? So no one yeah. steals them? <laughs> I still do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Val still does that.
1: Yeah. So for so maybe if you, if you don't know, what they would tell us is we'd have to slice, like basically cut your car registration stickers because the thing is people yeah. will come and steal them. So if you cut it and you slice it in the little pieces, people aren't going to want to peel off every little piece so they'll leave you alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Did, it, did anybody ever peel yours off?
1: I always cut them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Who knows? Oh, man. Maybe my next sticker's. I'll leave them on and see.
0: I don't know. There, say, hey, these are real lessons you learn. when. That's how I'm still standing. <clears throat> when, when you're walking down the street and there's people walking towards you, and it's not, not racial profiling or anything like that, but if there's more of them than there is you, you're most likely walking to the other side of the street. You're you're more than likely When there's more of them When there's more of them Than there are of you Gotcha Like when you're walking the one And you see a a group coming up You're walking to the other side They could be nice They could be cool guys Or girls I get beat up by a group of guys Or a group of girls Yeah Because lord knows I would (laughs) I'm also keeping everything In my front pocket Yeah Not putting anything In my back pocket I get mad at my wife Because sometimes she puts stuff In the little side pocket Of her purse I'm like dude Don't put it there She's like, why? It's not like someone's going to steal it. I'm like, no, you're, yeah, you're asking for it. Someone's going to take it. Don't do it. Uh, life lessons. Yeah. Life lessons in the hood.
1: Growing up in the hood.
0: All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about something with a little more depth to it, uh, even though lessons you learn in the hood are quite vital. Uh, something this week that dropped, Netflix actually dropped a new, a new movie uh, called Cuties.
1: Oh, yeah, they dropped the trailer for it. I don't think they've released it yet.
0: Uh, they dropped. Oh, yeah, okay. So they dropped the trailer about it, and online the internet was um, exploding all kinds of different ways about it. And um, we wanted to discuss that tonight. You want to explain a little bit more about the, uh, about the movie?
1: Yeah, so um, I, saw, I saw the promo for it. They originally had a poster. And the poster was of a bunch of 11-year-olds not wearing a lot of clothes, twerking. And the synopsis is basically this 11-year-old girl sees a twerking crew and becomes fascinated with twerking and explores her femininity and uh, defies her family's traditional values. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but I think that was pretty close to what the right, yeah, original what synopsis was.
0: And so they've, they've changed... The, they came out with an original kind of um, synopsis and, tra- and trailer... That they changed, so they edited something, right? What did they change? They changed
1: changed the poster, because they got a lot of complaints about the poster, and they changed the synopsis uh, to be like, I think, an 11-year-old girl becomes fascinated with a dance crew, Wow. and uh, she, yeah, I don't
0: know. All right. Along those lines. Well, 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 well. There's a lot to talk about there. There's a lot in that, a lot going on. Um, I think my main, my first main kind of reaction about all of this. I mean, uh, <clears throat> obviously, there's there's huge, huge things going on in the world with yeah. with children, and uh, <clears throat> you know, there's a whole thing we can get into what they what they should or shouldn't be learning in schools and and TV shows and programs. I mean, now you see all these crazy videos about all these these things that. Disney and Nickelodeon have been pushing all in the backgrounds of these shows all these years, and and the the producers and the writers of these things were, um end up to be like I don't know I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but uh, you know end up to be like crazy kind of pedophiles with, with weird backgrounds, things, yeah, a bunch of things going on. But uh, <clears throat> what what is your initial thoughts on this?
1: Uh, my initial thoughts, I mean. I, really my only thoughts like why this is it's it's sick you know what they're trying to do is they're trying to normalize sexual exploitation of children Hmm. they're trying to make it a normal thing right like it's at the point where now you would see a poster of young 11 year old girls twerking Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and for a company to put that up and not even think hey this might be weird right and what's crazy is they got some backlash for it, mm-hmm. and all I did was edit the poster. I'm like, I think you guys missed the point, right? Right. Um, but no, it, it's it's an attempt to just you know, there's this sexual revolution that's been going on, and there's this line that keeps getting pushed back further and further and further, and now you know children are the ones who are starting to get dragged into it. Mm-hmm. You know, why does anyone need to see? a movie about 11-year-old girls twerking. Right. Why does, I mean, I'm gonna make an assumption here, I'm gonna say in terms of the production crew, people who shot the film, I'm gonna say at least half of them are adult men. Sure. How do you have that many adult men or corporate executives, guys behind the cameras, directors, producers, I just, I don't get how you have that many grown men and not one person say, hey, these are eleven-year-old girls. We're doing a movie about them twerking. Right.
0: There's a big distinction being made here, and even just the poster. If you didn't get a chance to see the poster, um, I mean, they're they're you know full on dressing like. Definitely not how any eleven-year-old girl I know should be dressing, and yeah. it's not even a, a matter of like, uh, <clears throat> which I think they try to push. Like you said, like feminine femininity. Uh, you know, it's not even like a matter of, of, of that, but it's more of just like, what what should these kids? And I don't even I didn't even check the rating. Do you remember the rating on it? Is it like, I think it was M A or something. So then that's the thing. It was rated. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that. It was rated like mature. I think we can get a Jesus. You want to check that fact for us? So like these these eleven year girls, uh, eleven year old children, technically wouldn't be old enough to watch their own show.
1: That's. It's true.
0: Like, it's, I mean, I know I'm hitting on a different side of this, but even you know, I, I don't know. There's there's a lot to this, and a lot. And I'm trying to like gather my my thoughts as we, as we're discussing it. But I I just think there's so many things out there that TVMA. is it yeah TVMA. So, <clears throat> I mean, you know, there's so many things. But one big thing is is at a time when, when we should be the most sensitive with this. With I know we have a million things going on in the world. It seems like. But um, you know, one of the big news stories, obviously, is the whole Epstein Island and and um, <clears throat> underage sex trafficking and and all of that. At a time when we should kind of be a little bit, I feel like companies should be a little bit more sensitive about that. Like, hey, the entire world is is alerted to this thing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix releases this this thing when people are already. I mean, there's. And and it's everywhere. I mean, I've seen videos recently of of uh, you know what troll doll troll troll dolls are. I heard something about that. Yeah, just these weird things where parents all over are finding these just weird inappropriate things with these troll dolls and and uh, and, and things that that kids shouldn't they their dolls their toys shouldn't have on them and just weird things like that and and you know this is all like hand in hand and when you something we can kind of get into is when you try to normalize these, this kind of sexual content at this age, um, I mean, the damage that, that could potentially be done to uh, obviously, you know, these girls that are act, acting in this, mm-hmm. um, the message they're trying to portray, and who knows how many young people are going to watch this. Um, it, it's just, it blows my mind that this is people with people at Netflix would think that this is okay to, to watch. And like you said, not not that they would take it off Netflix, but they just change the poster to make everybody happy. They would think that would make everybody happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, it's a society problem. Like, you know, there's just this, this line, right? This, you know, for sake of discussion, I'll call it this moral line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And especially with sexuality, it's just the line keeps getting pushed back further right. and further and further. Not only that, but there's this ideology, there's this conditioning right, that happens as a result where, you know, I feel like 10 years ago, like this would have never flown, period. No. All the, all the no public way. would be in an uproar. Right now, this, I see a lot of people in uproar, but to be honest, I see a lot of people saying, oh, it's not so bad. You know, oh, there you guys go you know, trying to bash this, you know, trying to shut this down, you know, but this is a really good movie. Someone had even said, like, it wants some independent film
0: oh, awards, yeah, festivals, right whatever.
1: Yeah. And there's kind of this idea, like, well, but for the sake of art, you know, this is okay. And uh, I just, I think people got to wake up, man. Like, yeah. You know, you got to use your critical thinking skills, right? I mean, this isn't the first time Netflix has done this. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a TV show, or there's a show on Netflix, I forget the name of it, but it's like this 10-year-old guy, or this 10-year-old boy, who travels across the U.S. in a busted up RV with the performing drag queen. He runs away, and they like find each other while he's run away, and they go across the U.S. together while this drag queen performs, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you can call me a hater. Oh, you're hating on drag culture, you're hating on this, which I strongly disagree with that culture. And I'm gonna say it. I don't apologize for that. I think it's yeah. wrong. But what is this fixation, this obsession, with bringing kids into it? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll tell you what I think it is. Is I think that line is getting pushed further back, and they're trying mm-hmm. to condition us, and they're trying to normalize our society to think this is okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And uh, I just think, you know, as as a man, mm-hmm. right? I think you know, there's got to be some men who rise up and say no, right? you know? I mean, obviously women and mothers as well. I mean, I, I think I get, obviously I see the world through the lens of a man, so I, I kind of get a little more like I'm a man, sure. like let's sure. man up. But we as a society, we, you know, those of us who are still critically thinking about this stuff, right? We got to step up and say like, come on, like this is too far. Right. We got to vote, you know, with our dollars, Like, you know me, well, I canceled Netflix a while ago. I canceled it when, uh, I think it was a year ago, they put something about, like, a gay Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd heard about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And Netflix had praised it as, oh, this is so courageous. And, you know, this is a bold new take. I'm like, no, it's not. That's just, that's it's not bold. I mean, you want to be bold? Go put out a show about a gay Muhammad. See, you even felt the chills. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You said that, Right. 'Cause I know Christians aren't gonna do anything. We're not right. gonna go right. attack anyone, you know, we're not gonna go. Sure. Our protests will probably be just a protest, right? And they might lose some dollars, but they know there's no repercussions for that. Sure. Anyway, sorry, I'm kinda getting off of the weeds. Well no,
0: I think I think you <laughs> but, no, I, I think one thing you you said and, and I I'm feeling this a lot, not just about this subject, but about um, just just about everything going on in the world in particular. I feel like there's certain viewpoints that, uh, for whatever reason, free speech isn't as, as free as it used to be, mm-hmm. um, which is part of what makes America great. I mean, we live in, in a place where, where reporters can openly badmouth a, a, a president and not, not fear of being killed. Mm-hmm. Like, do that in China. Do that in China and see what happens. I've been to China, and nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard the other side of your China story.
1: And yeah, that'll uh-huh. come out on another episode.
0: <laughs> uh, but I've no, thrown
1: down with their government
0: I've, physically. And you've been <laughs> thrown down. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, serious. Do that in Russia. Badmouth Putin. See how that yeah. goes for you. In in uh, uh, the Middle East, they will literally kill people in public squares. Yeah. And and. Uh, you know that it's not like but that's what makes America great is that we have this idea of free speech, but I feel like for people especially who have for whatever reason who have more conservative views right now or right. are less popular I don't even think they're less popular to be honest. I think they're more popular views um, right. but for whatever reason uh there there's this overarching voice that that is trying to silence people and, and, like you said, conditioning people to be okay with this and it almost is like initial, your initial response is to go off on an Instagram rant or something and, and you know, say something about this but, I, I mean, if you're like me, your second thought is probably like, oh, but if I do that, I'm going to have so many people yell at me. I'm going to have so many people. But why is that? Why is that, yeah. that, that, you know, that that is okay for people to push something like this and then not okay for us to voice our disdain for it. Like you were talking about the, the other show, you know? Yeah. I think that's what makes this conversation uh, great is that, hey, we're going we're gonna to say our views. We're going try to try to talk about other people's views. And, and by the end of the day, you know, hey, we stand for things. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people in America are being challenged with right now is because their view isn't openly celebrated by Facebook, by Twitter, by Instagram. By all these tech giants because their view is blocked banned censored uh they feel afraid to share their view they feel like they're smaller than everybody else yeah um and and to speak out against netflix um you know almost feel like you'll be attacked for that yeah so come
1: at me you know if i want to come come at us come at us but I would argue, you know, going back to the free speech thing, you know, I feel like this just opens the door and we just want to talk about all these different points. Sure. But, you know, the, the argument, well, this is free speech. This is how free speech works. I would argue this is not free speech. Yeah. I would argue that sexual exploitation of children is not free speech. 100%. Right? It's the same argument, you know, for, I mean, I'm just talking about this whole sexual revolution, right? Sure. Let's talk about pornography. Right. You know, the fact that what's the average age, I think, is eight now that a young yeah. boy gets exposed to pornography, right? So on one side, you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, I get this isn't a popular view, I'm all about putting a ban on pornography. Yeah. Right? Why? Because it sexually exploits children,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Little boys under the age of 18, little girls, are being exposed, right, to this sexually just degenerative
0: yeah.
1: stuff, yeah. right? And it messes with them, it's damaging. it messes with their idea. I mean, when you have a generation of men who have grown up on pornography since they're eight, you're, yeah. you're in trouble, right. Right? and that's where we're headed. Right. And so, but in terms of that whole sexual thing, right, so people say, well, it's porn's free speech. Well, you know, there has to be consent, right? Because mm-hmm. pornography is a sexual act, Right, it's illegal unless you're 18. Right, so therefore, by law, it's already not free speech. Yeah. Right. So now, when you have eight-year-old kids looking at it, well, by law, an eight-year-old kid can't consent. Right. Right. What do you call it? You call that statutory rape. Yeah. Right. If you sleep with the minor or yeah. some sort of sexual misconduct with mm-hmm. the minor, right, that's a crime. Hmm. Right. And so, you know, especially when you're dealing with the area, uh, you know, adults. You know, whatever. Yeah. Do what you want. But, but for me, what upsets me about this, I'm not upset about you know Netflix having things about drag queens. I'm not upset about Netflix having things about twerking. I will probably never watch those. But what upsets me and what really gets my attention is the fact that they keep bringing kids into it. Yeah. And that the kids in our nation are just constantly getting sexually exploited, Yeah. constantly sexually bombarded. With all these images, they're being used in this manner, Yeah. right? And it's, our society is allowing it. Well, you know, so for me, it's not a free speech thing. Sure. Right. You know, you can argue free speech all day, but we are sexually exploiting the kids right. in our nation. Well, for me, that movie is about sexual exploitation. <clears throat> now, people say, "Well, you've never seen it." I haven't. And I probably <clears throat> never will.
0: And I, and I think the other part of what that the synopsis was that we read earlier was uh, it said about going ad, uh, against the will—I'm paraphrasing—going against the will of her traditional family.
1: So when they redid it, and they, worded, they started to going against her family's conservative traditions, they brought conservative into it.
0: <clears throat> and, and so I feel like that's another—so there's the whole point of what we wanted, you know, to discuss, obviously, is, is you know— the exploitation and the, the damaging nature of what is actually going on here. Yeah, you might say yeah. it's just a movie, it's just calm down, but it's it's more than that. See, but you wouldn't have said that ten years ago. No, hundred percent, you wouldn't have. Because it's becoming normalized. hmm hmm And there's so many so many men that we know or have known or have heard of or that we work with or whatever um, that are are addicted to pornography um, and very damaging pornography not only to their themselves their own Present and future marriages, their own Mm -hmm. sexual uh, uh, desires, but also to the the actors and actresses that they watch. So much of the uh, of the uh, porn industry is riddled with with uh, um, uh, um, sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. So much of it. Um, Yep. And ban it. And it's just it's crazy. It's damaging to everybody involved. But the fact that that you know, having a, a being around people and hearing conversations about this or that that they watch or, or whatever has become so common that it, it I hurt for people. Um, it, 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 I generally hurt for people. Not that I, I hate them or I think they're, they're terrible people, but I generally hurt for people that, that something as, as terrible and as damaging as that is what brings them pleasure. But like we're saying, it's because it's becoming normalized at such a young age and a younger age and younger mm. age. And, and think about any of your favorite Disney movies. There's, there's, uh, I don't want to get like conspiratorial, but I mean, th- you know, the premise of these movies are, are some of these movies, you, you sit back and you think about them now, like like The Little Mermaid. Like, I know mean, you probably have watched The Little Mermaid in a while. I, I don't
1: remember <clears> throat> a throat> whole throat> lot about the story. But, but it's just, lot.
0: you know, when you really think about it, it's thing movies like that or, or just different things and it's like why are these these kids being introduced to these things at such young ages and and then you look at the repercussions of what happens to people and they're just damaged mentally um, to be addicted to something like that is is crazy but I mean and the other half of this conversation is is you know uh, also Netflix trying to trying to I guess produce this norm of of kids who go against their conservative parents' views, as mm-hmm. if like that should be the normal thing to do—to go against your parents' views. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like how are you gonna tell whether your conservative your conservative family's values or your liberal family's values? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a slippery slope, man. It's not even a slippery slope. It's it's a cliff.
0: And. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's really heartbreaking. I think, um, and that and that's the thing that we're yeah. trying to get at is right. It's not it's not just this one particular show. Um, it, it's 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 more than that. It's a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. It's the conversations that parents need to have. I think parents need to take ownership um, over their children. Uh, you know, have the birds and the bees talk on their own. Explain to them things. It, it, teach your children how you want them to to live. Um, you know, how the values that your family represents, it might not, <clears throat> it might not rep- represent what I think it should look like, what you think it should look like, but, you know, stand for something or else you'll fall for anything. And I think yeah. that's what we, we've, we've grown up in, in a generation where uh, a lot of the people that we've grown up with have tried to uh, kind of paint this picture like the American dream family is some, this bad thing to have. You know, the the family with the picket fence and the dog and the 2.5 kids, like, is this bad thing to have. And as a result, so many people have entered into to broken marriages, uh, Mm -hmm. broken relationships, um, you know, just disjointed families um, because the generation before them didn't stand for much. Didn't didn't stand like like their generation did, you know, talking, I guess, technically about our, our grandparents. Uh, and I really think that we need to take ownership. We need to, to teach our our nieces how to how to how to be treated by a man. You know, mm-hmm. something I want to do with my daughter or daughters is you know teach her how to go on a date, go yeah. on a date with her, open the door for her, teach her what to do, teach her what a guy should do, what she what should she expect. Yeah. Instead of giving her you know a blank notepad and say, okay, go ahead, you tell me what you think a date should look like. Not saying that she could. She needs to have an arranged marriage or anything like that. No, that's not that's what I'm saying at all. <laughs> but you know, that's what I'm
1: gonna say for my daughters. <laughs> no nah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. No. My, my nieces are, are covered. She's got really good. They have really good parents. My, yeah. my sister and my brother-in-law. They're top-notch. My brother-in-law is really, really good dad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like you said. You know. Ultimately, the result of the sexual exploitation, I mean, for me, it's, it's once again, the adults, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever sick fantasies adults have. You think, But for me, the victims here are the kids. Yeah. Right. And you have a generation of children who are being sexually exploited. You're being exposed to things that are sexually harming them. They're psychologically harming. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming normalized.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Now, you know, that obviously trickles into the families for sure, right? The family is the basic unit of society. If you break down the family, you've broken down the society. Yeah. Which there is a huge agenda for that, right? Right. You know? And, uh, you know, this whole sexual revolution, I believe, is one of the biggest generals in that army Mm -hmm. that's coming and trying to break down the family. But it's like you said, you know, the answer is for men and women to make the decision.
0: I mean, and it says in the Bible, right, that um, all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and meaning, sure, you can do this thing, but it doesn't mean it's going to produce a profit. That mm-hmm. doesn't, uh, like this. Yeah. You know, like you said, if you, adults, go ahead. Especially this. This is definitely not going to produce a, a, a profit. This is going to produce a generation that you want it to produce, to, to be free and to... Uh, to, to you know, to, to disguise it as being free and letting them make their own choices is—that's not what it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's about. Yeah, of course, be free, make your own choices, but, but also, teaching them, teaching them how to, to, uh, to discipline their sexual. I mean, there's so many things, but teach them how to to curb their hunger, to curb their sexual hunger, to teach them how to walk through these things, and, and instead of. Just blammo! Here it is. Here's an 11 year old twerk team. Like it is not something that I want my children to grow up learning. Yeah. Um, it's not something that that should be normalized and it should be. Um, I mean, and, and I think that that the the flag or, or needs to really be waved a lot larger and a lot louder um, to alert people to not only like a show like this, but the actual thing that's going on, sure. you know, sex trafficking, and, and um, just like you, like we keep saying, the exploitation of children at such a young age is, is not okay, and if we don't do something about it now, if we don't raise our voices about it now, um, I don't know w- what, I don't want to think about what, what's going to happen, what the next yeah. generation is going to look like, but, um, you know, if you, if, again, if you don't stand for anything, you'll, you'll fall for everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Amen. There's a lot to do that. I know yeah. we're kind of.
1: I feel like taming it. I could talk about this for hours. Maybe we'll do multiple episodes on this kind of stuff.
0: But and then gotta stand up and protect the kids. So what can we? I don't know. What what's some advice that we could give? We could give people, you know, to to bridge the gap or or to even just kind of give people a voice or give give people, you know, so many people that we know. We we come from. A culture that has big families, a lot mm-hmm. of nieces and nephews running around. What is what is some? I don't know. What, what what's a bone we can give people out there to help with this?
1: You you gotta you gotta step up and you gotta protect. I, don't, yeah. I feel like the word protect is huge. You know, whether you have kids, whether you don't. Yeah. Right. Whether you're married, whether you're single. You know, you as as a member of society have to make a decision at some point. Like, I'm either going to be part of the problem or I'm going to be part of the solution. Yeah. So, I think just making that decision, right, um, mm-hmm. but practically what you can do with these kinds of things is money, right? Vote with your dollars, mm-hmm. right? If this Netflix thing bothers you, which it should, Yeah. cancel Netflix. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, that 10 $12 a month could go towards something a lot more productive. And um, yeah,
0: I think I saw a petition. It was like seven hundred and forty thousand when I looked at it. People mm-hmm. that had signed to uh, to cancel their Netflix membership. Yeah, I multiply that by ten. Just to say ten dollars. You know. Yeah. Seven point four million people. Yeah. They'll
1: feel the it. The reason they do it is because they make money off of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, so here, here's a crazy fact. So the website Pornhub,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, they actually market to children. Wow. Like, um, there was an Instagram ad, uh, basically, of, like, a kid waiting for his parents to leave the house, saying, like, can't you wait for them to leave? And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go back and try to find it. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, who, who is that pointed at? Who is that directed to? Right. Right. Now... If a cigarette company did that, dude, it'd be over for them, right? If uh, you know, if a politician tried to market to kids, it'd be over for them, right? If an alcohol company tried to market to kids like that, it'd be done. Right. But the pornography industry and just this this sexual culture, they profit off of it and they know that no one will hold them accountable. All right, so let's hold them accountable. Yeah, Money. If you hit their wallets, they'll stop.
0: And you know, and I think I think a lot of people, hopefully a lot of people see this or watch this, that potentially have a problem with what we're saying. Yeah. Hey, let's have a conversation about it. You yeah. know, let's create a space. You can message us, whatever. And we can talk about it. Like yeah. civilized people and not want to rip each other's heads off and we can come to a common place of agreement. But, And that's just with everything we talk about. But hopefully, you know... This is a conversation that, that we can go deeper with with people with people around us, you know. Yeah. This kind of stuff it's not cool. And we're gonna, mm-hmm. like you said, we're gonna stand up. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna take a stance. Yep. If only our stance mamas end up taken. watching watching our stuff, then hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. yeah, man, let's do it.
1: Let's do it. All right. So before we take off, before we end the show. What movie are you most looking forward to when theaters open again?
0: Oh, what movie? Is it bad that I forgot about movie theaters? <laughs> uh, it's I,
1: I don't probably know. saved you some I, money.
0: I just don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to... Um, man, okay, so I think the next slate of Marvel movies um, is going to be pretty cool. A lot of movies coming out in 2021. Uh, I think... I guess, I guess I'm kind of, I know I was talking smack about it earlier, but I, I guess I'm kind of interested in this new Batman. I'm kind interested. interested? I'll watch it. My expectations are low. Like. Right,
1: we got to do a whole episode on
0: like that. Like low. <laughs> like.
1: All right, we, we, can't, we can't even go there right now. Because no. this is going to keep going. Yeah, so man, we'll
0: to. We'll call it there.
1: <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you guys listen to podcasts, you know, make sure you hit the like, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and uh, we'll catch you next week.